God is present with us in our suffering. Jesus is Savior and Lord, even in the darkness. The power of sin, sickness, and death to terrify us and take away what is most precious to us has been shattered at the cross of Christ. That's what Katie Hubbard helps us discover as we read her journal from 2013 after her diagnosis with recurrent breast cancer. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I think you're going to find there are good things here. Welcome back to the podcast, There Are Good Things Here. I want to pick up this week actually by reading you from Katie's Caring Bridge entry in September of 2013. Then I'm going to read a journal entry from October of 2013 and then another Caring Bridge entry. And part of that is because it helps you understand where she was in her cancer journey. And part of it is because she doesn't have a whole lot of journal entries, but she was writing some stuff on Caring Bridge uh, during the fall of 2013. <clears throat> so surgery and an update on Caring Bridge from September 30th, 2013. Katie writes, chemo ended almost three months ago. I started feeling better physically in mid-August just in time to get the kids ready for school and start up a new ministry year. I don't know how we would have managed those few weeks had I not been feeling well. My hair finally stopped falling out about two weeks ago. I was getting very nervous that I was going to lose it all. Not to mention that constant hair loss is just really depressing and an unwelcome reminder of all that my body has been through. I'm scheduled to have surgery in one week, on Monday, October 7th, to start finishing up my reconstruction. Most of you, if you are like me before all of this hit, have a vague notion of what reconstruction is. Here is my little ditty to help you. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Humpty Dumpty needed Dr. Vanier to put her back together again. That's about all you need to know. I need to have this surgery, and I need to move forward. If all goes well, I will feel a lot better and live with a lot less discomfort. However, this will be my fourth operation on my right chest wall, which has also now been radiated. Radiation messes with the blood vessels, which can prevent proper healing from surgery. So take skin that is stretched, scarred, and radiated and operate on it. Oh joy. So please pray for me that I would heal well that is my biggest concern. Okay, it is a huge concern for me. Throw in leaving home for a week to be in Wisconsin for surgery, being away from my kids to go through yet another procedure. I just feel like I need prayer, please. And if anyone makes a snarky comment about getting new boobs, I will hit them with a baseball bat very hard with the intent of inflicting great damage and bodily pain. Please pray for my surgeon, who is a friend of mine. I wouldn't want to operate on me. Please pray that he and his family will have a great week, nice and peaceful, and that he will get good rest and be on his A-game on Monday morning. Please pray for all of the prep involved in getting ready to leave four kids for a week. Please pray for Norman's folks as they drive up to help us out. 
Please pray for my folks as they host me and all of my issues for a week. And please pray for my kids, because another procedure makes everything come to the surface again for all of us. Not that it's ever about more than an inch below the surface anyway. And please pray for Norman, because he is awesome and carries such a big load with so much godliness, and I am so grateful for him. He is so good to me and such a rock, and I don't know how I would be doing any of this without him. Please pray for me that I will remember that God is with me even here, Psalm 139, and that truly this is the house of God and the gate of heaven, Genesis 28. Thanks. Thanks for holding us up, Katie writes. And then from her journal, this would be uh, from Sunday, October 13th, after her surgery was completed. Uh, She had been reading uh, actually from our nephew Christopher's uh, journal or a letter actually about a trip he made to Zambia. She writes, Sunday, October 13th, Dear Lord, I just read Christopher's letter about his trip to Africa. It really struck me. Plenty does not breed thankfulness. Think about all that I have been given and how truly unthankful I am. I want more more time, more health. I think I deserve more. And I feel ungrateful and sorry for myself and my children because of my cancer, when really I have been so blessed that you could take me home tomorrow. I think of those orphans in Zambia. Are they less of less value than my own children? And yet I think it is unthinkable that my children should lose me. It has been a gorgeous week here in Wisconsin while I have recovered from surgery. 70s and sunny. The leaves are peaked. I think I am healing well, and the biopsy came back negative. Thank you. This morning, I slept until 9.45. I'm always amazed at how fatigued I am after surgery. It has been so good to be here and to rest. That was Katie's last journal entry from mid-October, and she doesn't pick up in this journal until the 1st of December of 2013. I do want to read to you, though, from a CaringBridge entry that she wrote on October 15th that is a post-surgery update for people who have been following her story and praying for her. She writes, I am starting to receive hate mail and threatening letters for failing to give an update on the progress of my recent surgery. I realize it's not very nice to send out an SOS asking for prayer and support and then to remain completely silent. However, I was waiting to update until I was A, off narcotics, B, at home, and C, in a good mood to post a new journal entry. Today, all of those things have converged. Besides, it's just such a darned awkward surgery to update everybody on. I needed to wait until I could give it a light touch. Sometimes you choose to laugh instead of cry. I should stop here in reading this too, and I want you to know this, that Katie, uh, if you go back and read her CaringBridge entries, some of them are deeply heavy, but she worked hard um, to find, um, not, not in a vacuous way, the light side of things, but she worked hard Um, to find the good 
Um, that's why this podcast has the title it has. And as she said, to try to write and give things a light touch, both of us had been instructed by Chige Chesterton, uh, whom we both admired, that um, it's actually in this world, because of this world, it's easy to be sad and burdened. It's actually hard work to be humorous. Um, and some of you might go, oh man, I've heard some really you know, dark humor and whatever bad humor. Okay, that's easy. Um, but to, to, find, um, to find the good and, uh, in the darkness is hard work. And Katie did it when she wrote, I'll keep reading what she wrote. In short, I'm encouraged with how things went, and it's really amazing to look ahead and not have a large next step looming on the horizon. Every time I have faced another procedure, the tension and stress mounts until we are past that particular phase. It was definitely mounting for me before this surgery. So to be eight days out from surgery and not be facing another mountain to climb that I am currently aware of is amazing. I would have waltzed through the surgery with almost no pain or discomfort, but of course, my beleaguered radiated side was troublesome and needed more work. Apparently things can wander around after radiation. Excuse me, but is that a breast or a shoulder pad? So I have had a fair amount of discomfort from the extra work. I believe the nurse's words were, the doctor had to be a little more aggressive on that side. I am now confident that phrase, a little more aggressive, is an oxymoron. The surgery itself went well and was a good experience. How many people have their surgeon pray with them before the procedure? And it's always kind of fun to be put under. The last thing I remember saying was, the lights are spinning. And then... You're waking up in another room hours later, all bandaged up and wondering what in the world they just did to you. I talked to Joseph on the phone yesterday. By the way, Joseph was in kindergarten at the time. <clears throat> and he said, so, Mom, what was your favorite part about being in Wisconsin? Norman and I just laughed. Hmm, was it being away from my kids for eight days? The surgery itself, nausea, severe constipation, pain from my drain, the narcotic fog. Don't hold me to anything I may have said or promised you during the last week. By the way, I don't remember any of it. There's just so much to choose from. But seriously, I was grateful for the time with my mom and dad and the ability to recuperate peacefully at their house with no responsibilities. Looking back, it was a sweet time as well. I mean, how many 41-year-old moms of four get to lie around for a week? It kind of reminded me of the days of coming home from college and sleeping for days while mom cooked for you. Only this time, it was coming home from college, quote-unquote, and leaving four kids and a husband behind after 10 straight months of treatment for recurrent cancer in order to undergo more surgery and recovery. So, come to think of it, the analogy about coming home from college breaks down a bit. It was great to see my brother and his family and my good friend Andrea, my surgeon's wife. I even bummed a juicer off of her. Talk about taking service to a whole new level. 
I told them I like to come to town and get operated on and make very random requests of them. All in all, things look great. Things. Ha. I'm happy to be home again in Illinois. Mom and Dad brought me home yesterday and are here for a few days to help out. I have restrictions on how much I can lift, so that is fairly limiting. Man, you just don't realize how much stuff you use your chest muscles for. Basically everything. Buttoning a button, even. Norman's folks held down the fort and helped quell the chaos here while we were gone. They even tackled the nightmare known as Joseph's dresser drawers. Norman returned last Thursday, which was great for the kids. I am grateful for all that everyone did while I was gone. In the days ahead, I will be watching my healing closely, knowing that complications can pop up at any time. So, I'll walk carefully and prayerfully. Would you do the same for us? Thanks for coming alongside us during these days and months. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for reading my updates and remembering us before the Lord. As we anticipate brighter days ahead, we send much love your way. I hope you won't hear from me again for a long, long time. Wouldn't that be wonderful, Katie? Thanks for joining me for today's episode of There Are Good Things Here. May God give you the grace to find the good things where you are.